G'day Groovy Humans and welcome to A Groovy Enlightened Life. I'm your host Maya Joseph. This episode is part two of a conversation I had with Ali and Andrea, who are listeners of the show, where we explored the question, what does purpose mean to you? So sit back, relax, grab a cuppa, and let's get cracking. Here's, here's another big word. Ooh. Well, we're on big words, I think. <laughs> and I, I'm interested, actually, what you guys um, think about how it might relate to purpose. And that's the word surrender. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. You, you're just making this amazing conversation tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I have plenty of thoughts around that. But if Ellie wishes to go first. Oh, well, like getting back to what I was saying about allowing, um, mm. you know, that comes in the surrender. But uh, for someone like myself, who was a control freak for most of my life after going through trauma at a very, very young age and stepping into survival mode, um, surrender and allowing is incredibly difficult for someone who has always gone 100 miles an hour to be trying to seek that um purpose and the fulfillment and the aha moments and there's a lot of things that can get in the way of us allowing ourselves to surrender but you know when you and it's uncomfortable oh for, yes you know, it is it, uncomfortable it is because it, yes, <laughs> it it is and it, you know you have to absolutely let go of any kind of control that you are trying to have about moving forward towards it and it is hard but it's also you know it's not it's not um I don't know how I can try and put this into words but you know we talk a lot about surrender and we hear a lot about surrender and we hear a lot of advice about surrender but everyone thinks it's just this massive big thing that's so difficult to do and achieve but it's just we overcomplicate it I think we make it so much harder for ourselves because we're just not willing to sit in it and do nothing. You know, once upon a time, I could never sit in a room that was silent. I would have to have the TV on or I would have to have the radio on and have have so much noise around me. Now, my husband and I argue because I want silence and he wants noise. (laughs) And I just love sitting in that stillness. It's just that is actually very fulfilling. Mm. surrender is fulfilling in itself I think it for is. me anyway yeah yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and this, once, is, this is a this is a word that a friend of mine floated for me a couple of years ago and I just went ah hosh posh surrender. <laughs> I don't do that <laughs> <laughs> little did I know <laughs> little did yeah. I know that you know the the years coming after this conversation um and and the wisdom that those years brought and the experiences and and all that and my understanding of surrender was completely changed because I thought it was like you know I make a decision from from this point onwards I'm going to surrender right because this is this, this used to be my thinking from this point onwards I'm going to surrender well it didn't work like that right of course it didn't but it took me like a little while to realize that it didn't work like that. And then one day um, I was working on something and just like Maya said, um, 
when when you talked about your uh, realization about how you fit into the cosmic purpose or cosmic consciousness just kind of gently you know that knowing came up to the surface that's 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 how surrender came up for me um again and I'm like oh now we understand what surrender is it's not that kind of like fine I'll surrender kind of thing <laughs> right that was that that's was just what, resentment isn't it yeah well now I know right now I know but I didn't I didn't have that um wisdom at the time it's it's that knowing of you know to me it felt like when I was learning to swim and it took me such a long time because I wanted to control the environment that I was in and I was flailing and constantly moving and all that and um, but, um, uh, my dad who was teaching me to, uh, to, uh, to swim just said just just let go just let go and once you know I realized that you know the panic isn't helping so just let go just be just be and there I was you know floating what and a beautiful that, that story was, mm-hmm. yeah yeah, it, that's it's lovely. fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. It, just, it just just floated up when when I realized in that moment recently that I was surrendering. I kind of wanted to ring my friend up and and, and go, hey, you know what? <laughs> I surrendered. <laughs> I think you have to you have to be willing to allow yourself to be vulnerable, too. You know, mm. if we're searching, I, I think that's the words. gist of it. Yeah. Yeah, because it it does feel uncomfortable and it does feel scary, well, you know, depending on the situation, of course. And if you're a total control freak and then the brain goes, whoa, hang on a minute, what are you doing here? This is not safe. Let's yeah. just give you something to panic about first. Yeah, and then think we'll of all see the things. what we think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's totally overthink it. Oh, you can't be vulnerable. Oh, you certainly can't surrender. No, no, we can't have that. You're a control freak. Come on. Yeah. You make things happen. Well, there's another big word here, the vulnerability. Mm. Oh, are you keeping list of these big words? Yeah. Maya? <laughs> I am. I am. Good. <laughs> gone from zero to 100, but we've, we've gone, we've gone deep. This is, this is how, deep. this is how we go, mate. This is the flow yeah. of things. This is totally. the flow of the conversation it's simple yeah <laughs> yeah I think women need to have these conversations um with other women to normalize it yes you that's know, a good so word let's, too yeah, normalize to normalize it. It. Let's, let's talk about surrender and let's mm. talk about vulnerability uh and not just in a uh you know like a contextual way that this is what this is but um, with real life wisdom and examples, lived lived experiences of you know, this is this is how it is for me or how it was for me, um, and create that space for others to to be able to do the same because we, especially you know COVID, hello, we're so isolated. Still, you know, the world opened up in different ways, but I, I think as far as you know, sitting in circles and sharing these experiences, that's, that's been, um, it's been a long time for a lot of people. And I, I think some, some women never experienced it. And I think, yeah. I think this is something that um, maybe, maybe this is part of my purpose, you know, to work towards this, to create these spaces where yeah. these discussions can happen safely and, you know, 
Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, humans need to feel like they belong and people feel connected to other people through hearing their stories and being able yeah. to relate to that and kind of take from hearing someone else's story what that means for them. You know, they've created their own meaning around a similar circumstance or whatever. And I just think, you know, I heard a saying once and I love it. I can't remember where I heard it and I can't, uh, for the life of me, I can't remember who said it, but it was a line. If you do not share your story or your gift with the world, then you are an asshole. And <laughs> I just thought that is that is that's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know, and in it's like you know when I talk about my cancer story, and and it's ongoing now. Um, but so many people over the last six years have said, you know, thank you for what you talk about because that. Make, you know I can relate to that or you know you make me feel like I'm not out there on my own or I can relate or whatever you know and if people are going to allow themselves to be vulnerable and share their story and you know maybe there's a tiny little bit of purpose in that maybe it's just you know in that purpose of sharing your story with other people and there comes that fulfillment because we all love a bit of validation don't we <laughs> and people tell you that you know sharing your story makes them feel good or it makes them feel at peace with themselves or it makes them feel heard or it makes them feel safe or um, hope or encouragement or whatever maybe there's a bit of purpose mixed up in all of that somehow too you know does that make sense I think there's a lot of purpose mixed up in that Mm. you know purpose doesn't have to be this you know this really big thing you know yeah it, it, it can be you know, just creating that space for another person so so they can be vulnerable um, safely, you know, so they can go, oh, I'm just, you know, just for this next 5, 10, 15 minutes, whatever, I'm just going to be totally vulnerable um, and make, make those, um, you know, forward steps for their own healing and nourishment mm. and development and all that. Because when, when you don't have space like this, some, sometimes you just need someone else to hold that space for you, right? Yeah, totally. you can You can do it for yourself, you know, like the saying goes, which he, heal thyself, heal thyself rather, you know, which is, yeah, completely true. Um, but, you know, if you want to take that a step further, you know, heal thyself and then create space for someone else <laughs> mm. so they can heal themselves. You know, and then it, it just, you know, this is a kind of purpose that, you know, it starts with one person and then it's two and then it's four and then it's eight and, you know, it just spreads out. So that must be on, so then, on the cosmic level then. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so then what about, okay, so if we're talking about purpose, then what about purpose versus a mission? Mm. Like is, is purpose a mission or is purpose what drives you to uh, you know like I, I know what my mission is and it's to create change in the world one beautiful woman at a time that's my mission statement but is it is purpose what helps you fulfill your mission which then leads to fulfillment for self or is your mission your purpose I think the the word mission has a completely different meaning for me, (laughs) which is 
com like completely total total opposite um, of what you were talking about, Ali. But that's, so that's what, just, what does mission what does mission mean for you? For me, mission is a lot more forceful. So the the meaning of that word for me is yeah. something that is forceful. The there's there's the pushing behind it. Whereas purpose, I feel like I feel like purpose is pulling. So it's it's pulling. It's pulling the uh, the the uh, the right people, the right energy, the right circumstances, the right conditions. You know, whereas mission to me it feels like very much a pushing energy. Does it make any sense? Driving energy, yeah. yeah. So purpose. No, no, um, I'm, so, no, no, not no. driving. Driving is um, it is about control, whereas mission is. I don't know. It's not necessarily uh, like a positive meaning for me. Okay. But that's, you know, that's my own experiences yeah. um, behind it. So, but I suppose that's why it's good to have these conversations so we can yeah. <laughs> share these so, different perspectives. So when you say um, purpose is like a pulling kind of thing, do you mean like an attracting, attracting uh, those things or people or circumstances in, in your life to be able to help you yeah. figure out what your purpose is? Is that what you mean? Uh, not necessarily figuring it out, but to carry it out. Yeah. yeah. Because I think once once you figured it out, what it is, whether it's a, a big thing or a small thing, I think once mm. you figured it out, uh, that's when you start attracting yeah. the things that will make it happen. Oh, and I think sure. this is this this is where a lot of dissonance of a dis, dissonance <laughs> comes <laughs> for a lot of people because they figure out what their purpose is and then they start pushing. Mm. Um, and yeah. to me that that like two opposing energies mm -hmm. yeah. that, but that that's just you know my thoughts <laughs> yeah i would never thought of it that way mm. like, but that's you know same thing for all of us isn't it our own experiences are our own interpretations yeah, and that yeah. that's what makes this world an amazing place by having everyone seeing things so differently. Mm. Imagine if we all had the same purpose. Yeah, that would be boring, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be very competitive too. That would be worse than you know. We already compare ourselves to people enough as it is. Can you imagine that would be like you know what are those um, those full on futuristic movies when or like Mad Max, you know. Just imagine, you know, it's like the Mad Max of the world of purpose. Mm. <laughs> We're all trying to steal from each other to survive. Yeah, yeah get get there first and stampede yeah, yeah. and all that. It, it, it yeah. still goes on, I think. It still goes on. Um, but yeah, what what if what if that happened? That you know, we all have mm. the same purpose. Then one thing would get done really <laughs> quickly and really well. <laughs> yeah, then what? But but then nothing what? else would get done. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We would all be standing there looking around like, what are we going to do? Yeah, now? now what? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going to share a couple of insights from that amazing conversation. And I think Ellie touched on it just before, is that the two of you just had a beautiful conversation 
from your own perspectives of just around mm. a word. Okay. Now, when I, when I talk about what is true for you, discovering what is true for you, each of you just displayed that right now yeah. live here. Okay. So for Andrea, you had a different feeling and I could see it was an energetic feeling for you. You could see your body move and shift in relation to the words. As simple yeah. as that. And with Ali, you were like, this is my mission. I know what my mission is. So what is purpose really for me then? You know, so you were starting to uncover for yourself. What is true for, for you? So we have two beautiful different perspectives around just words. You know, I mean, I think it's beautiful myself uh, just to watch and, and see you guys um, explore that for yourselves. In relation to words and in relation to having definitions behind things for ourselves, it really does boil down to your own experiences. It's as simple mm -hmm. as that. So for you, Ali, if you believe that, you know, for uh, as a mission, that is your mission, stick with it. You know, mm -hmm. that, that it's got to resonate with you. If it resonates yeah. in here and it feels right for you, then that is what it is. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise, okay? Because yeah. each of us experience it differently. Mm. Same with you, Andrea. If it's like mission, no. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Thank you. I'm going with the purpose theme. Absolutely. What is true for you? Because that is the important aspect of all of this is what resonates for you, what gives you that inner peace and that harmony that you're trying to create in the world. So I think that was fantastic mm. to, you know, have that just happen live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, you are. Very awesome. Excellent guests. I love it. <laughs> I'm actually thinking that this should be a regular thing. So... <laughs> You can be my co-host. Oh, I'm up for that. I'm up for that. You're up for that. Yeah. Andrew, we could we could become like a panel. Like they yeah, make, you know, absolutely. panelists go and we start seeing the different sides of yeah. the point of view. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So what do I explore? Right. Okay. I I could I could buy. I could buy. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to explore a couple of things that have come up over our conversation one I do remember now what I wanted to talk about was um, Andrea was talking about um, people experiencing their own version of their journey essentially mm -hmm. their spiritual journey and sometimes they just want to go and get that thing that somebody else is doing and apply it to their life that is not probably the best path for people to take mm -hmm. mostly because you need to experience it Okay, as you rightly said, Andrea, people need to experience their own path, their own journey to appreciate the learnings and teachings for you. Okay, so you can go and slap on, you know, any other spiritual gurus, ideas, concepts and teachings if you like, but probably you will find at some point that it may not be working for you or mm. you may just may not resonate potentially the idea of each of us teaching as Ellie was talking about sharing stuff and and not being an asshole <laughs> it's all it is it's all it really stems back to us first it's always us first and last so if we feel that you know we go through our process our own growth and expansion 
Okay, it must be focused on us first and last always. If we then feel we get to a point where we want to share that growth and expansion with others, then you're going to know when that point in time is for you and you're going to share it. And, and other people will learn from that. But what they shouldn't be doing is just slapping it onto their life. You should teach them to take your teachings or your lessons and your stories and experience them for themselves and how that resonates within their own life. And that's where we go back to that famous thing, what is true for me? Mm. It's what you experience. And as we keep doing that and applying that to our life from all the teachings and all the things we come across, all our experiences, our events, everything that happens to us, we keep coming back to what is true for me because we experience it in whatever unique way we will experience it. And it'll be different to somebody else. And it doesn't have to be the same. That's the beauty of being human <laughs> is that we are unique and we are all here to experience life in our own unique way. Mm. And leading on to that, I'm going to drop some bombs. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> all right. Brace yourself. Yeah. Brace yourself. <laughs> You're Grenade. getting uncomfortable there in, in your Udi, Andrea. Just doing, <laughs> yeah, I'm very comfortable. <laughs> So we were talking about purpose and we started throwing around mission and purpose. And then you guys went into a great conversation around what if everyone's purpose was the same? <laughs> what if I told you <laughs> that fundamentally our cosmic purpose is actually the same? Yeah, I can relate to that. And is it to, I'm going to ask you now, we'll put the spotlight on you, is this mm. The point you're making here is this, you know, the cosmic purpose is to feel joy and to be as one and to return home. Is that what you're, where you're going with this? Yeah. When I guess you, you go on your own journey and you'll explore and you may get to that point where you go, well, okay, what is the purpose of everything? Like, why am I even here in the first place? What is this existence for? Depending on, again, your own experiences and lessons and understandings. I mean, I can only come from my point of view and share with you for you to perhaps explore for yourself. Okay, so what might be true for you? If we go with the, the concept and understanding that we're all one, that we are all part of the same thing, the consciousness, the source, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And we really embrace the concept that we are one because it's, it is very difficult as a human to really experience that in our human form. We have to really dig and, and go beyond, you know, what we really are perceiving in the world with our senses. And if you can embrace that concept then you will start to understand that it's all about love because everything is love. It is, that is what our universe technically is made up of. That's why we talk about love, unconditional love. So if it is all about love, if it's unconditional love, whichever term you want to use, because I know love and unconditional love has been separated out um, to help us understand from, a, I guess, a human perspective of romantic love versus unconditional love being something a little bit grander or 
more all-encompassing than that. If everything is unconditional love, then we are unconditional love. So would our purpose here be then to be that in the world? So that's one idea concept, I guess, you know, people can explore for themselves to understand what that is. Now I'm going to top that up with something else. That may be the underlying concept of a purpose of why we're here is to share that unconditional love, to experience, as you said, Ellie, joy and inner peace and live in harmony with all. Okay, that'd be probably what I'd wrap it up in. So then could our purpose be that we're just here to be and that we're just here to experience life in our own very unique way? Mm. There is actually nothing that we need to be doing or achieving at all. That purely our purpose here is to exist and to experience life, to be a part of being human. Doesn't that just lift off all that pressure? It does. And, and, and feeling of responsibility and feelings of things like failure or not being good enough or you know um all of those things because if I'm just here to be I'm already doing that exactly I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm already doing that exactly although a part of me questions whether that might lead to complacency and taking being for granted and so, so my question, question to you would be who is asking that question i am <laughs> that's <laughs> oh yeah you, you can't see it on the recording because it's you know voice <laughs> recording i was pointing at my head you know it's a, it's all in the head that's but that's 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 the the question that comes up absolutely so when we get to that place and and you guys have raised it a number of times about pushing or trying to achieve something or needing to do Mm -hmm. that next thing feeling failure feeling doubt feeling I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing you know and and associating this to a purpose what if that's just our ego trying to keep us busy Mm. here's something I prepared earlier (laughs) absolutely Absolutely. the humanness the humanness of our existence yeah absolutely Mm. and as Mm. um you guys mentioned earlier culture you know Mm. i mean we all come from australia we you know western world i assume do you come from australia andrea no (laughs) i was gonna say i was just about to say hang on you're not from australia (laughs) no i i am now now, but (laughs) i've been i've been naturalized um but originally i come from hungary Ah, yes. I, so, for some reason, I, I knew you must have come from somewhere else. I don't know why I picked that up, but... Oh, I, I'm pretty sure the name gives it away. Um, no. <laughs> it's not, it's not, a, not a typical English name, uh, Caldy, uh, the surname. But um, it, it gives me the advantage of, um, like, coming from a different culture. It gives mm. me the advantage of having lived experiences in two different cultures. Absolutely. Um, yep. So... Sometimes it's helpful and sometimes it's not. <laughs> yeah. And as I was saying, like we generally, we've, I guess we could call ourselves a westernized world. Yeah. 
if we were to, you know, have people on the call um, from the Eastern uh, world or the Middle East or, or any of those, you know, places, I bet you this conversation would be completely different. It would be completely different because they're all about, you know, Ubuntu, Ubuntu, you know, it's about the collective. It's not about the individual. Western society is all about the individual. Yeah. And, um, you know. And on some cultures, there's there's that added pressure of family, you know, like Mm. there's that real push of you will become a doctor or you will follow the family, whatever, because that's just the way it is. There's that added pressure. So then people are like, well, you know, if you're under that pressure, like imagine ourselves under that type of pressure in life and then you're trying to understand your purpose. Mm. I mean, holy cow. I don't know about you, but I reckon I would have chucked a fit and, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but you you assume that that person would have that awareness of purpose. Correct. Absolutely. But say someone did awaken to that. I mean, and they're they're Mm. within this this mold or, or structure that they're like, what, how can I get out of this potentially, mm. you know, yeah. or am I here and that's okay because mm. this is exactly what I'm here to be doing. Mm. And you're absolutely so maybe, right. Maybe, you know, acknowledging the privilege yes. that we're enjoying absolutely. in being able to do what we do uh, while many other um, people of the world aren't. Hmm. For you know, due to their circumstances, through no no fault of their own, um, I think it's important not only to acknowledge that we have that privilege, but then you know, what are we going to do with it? Are we just going to sit with it and go, um, isn't it pretty, or <laughs> isn't it great? You know, or are we going to go, well, if we have this privilege, then might as well do something with it. Hmm. That, that benefits not just ourselves but others as well. But do we then, you know, if, if, if the whole, yeah, if the whole thing is about just being and, you know, being at one, then, you know, and I know that's the, you know, the cosmic purpose as opposed to the humanness of it all. And, you know, sometimes I just, I want to sit on the side of a grassy hill like a, a monk and meditate for days and hours on end to reach that level of um, cosmic purpose myself. But then there's that part of me that enjoys being human and having all of the the blessings and the privileges that go along with being human in doing all of the things that we have the opportunity to do and mix with. So I don't know, you know, is it is that another contrast as well? If you know, we see people who who are incredible spiritual beings and they almost to a certain degree have a bit of disconnectedness from the human side of things because people just can't relate to it who have no level of awareness for themselves so part of me thinks well I kind of like being human I like I like the belonging side of things and I like interacting with people and having friends and and having family and people to care for and things to do and places to go and people to see and all the rest of it um you know sometimes I think it's just you know being that spiritual being and being at one with everything is just kind of seen as this total enigma that is really really difficult to achieve 
and um, not enjoyable because it's kind of segregated from the rest of what life is all about as humans. Does that make like, sense? Like kind of having one foot in this world and one foot in the other world, but mm. more of the presence in the other world yeah. than this world. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we have a human body um, and we live on this planet so we can experience things yeah exactly we you know we have, we have our skin so we can experience touch not just mm. us being touched but uh, us touching things you know yeah uh, we have um, a sense of smell a sense of taste hearing you know and all of those things and those are very very physical things mm. you know why would we have those if we weren't supposed to use them and enjoy them yes. immensely Yes. You know. Well, and because the you know our five senses are the entire basis of how our brain receives and processes information. The mm. whole process begins with our five senses. So yeah. why would we why would we not fully immerse? Exactly. To experience all of those things. And who says? that for us to live fully in our cosmic purpose and be part of the one that we need to give up any of that you know yeah touching touching yay <laughs> oh we passed we passed <laughs> i think i think that 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 whole that whole concept of oh just you know live on the spiritual plane and all that that's complete that's complete bull crap you know, yeah. no one can no no one can tell me that that's a fulfilled life. Ah, uh, no way. Ah, uh, no. I I don't believe that. Correct, because it's your experience. Yeah. So for as we you were just talking, you've talked around in circle to get back to the excellent point that it is just us experiencing life here mm. is our purpose. Now, if you choose to associate purpose to some kind of mission or to the work you do or how you want to show up in the world, completely up to you. That is your choice to associate it in that way. But fundamentally, we're here to exist, to experience life. And it's not all about sitting on the side of a hill or being in deep meditation. Now, for some people, it is. They've come to that realization within themselves that that is their purpose for being here. And that's the experience they're here to undertake for themselves. It's not right for everybody. And one of the, I guess, one of the things a lot of people think about is they do separate life and spirituality out a fair bit. Mm. And I'm glad that you guys circularly talk that background to <laughs> say, well, actually, <laughs> we can do this at the same time. <laughs> and and that's absolutely true because it's your experience. You choose your own adventure mm. at the end of the day. But when we come to that, back to that purpose piece, it's all about finding what's real and true for you and being grounded in that truth. Now, Ali, you mentioned before, uh, I think it was your mission was around women. Yeah, create this. change in the world through one one beautiful woman at a time. Now, how does that feel for you? Where do you feel that in your body? 
That is absolutely my total tingly truth in my heart space. Yep. Now I would resonate with that with a soul's purpose. I'd liken that yeah. to a soul's purpose. That's what I would term. If you're feeling those feelings and it feels completely, absolutely truth for you, and mm. there's zero doubts about it, it feels good. There's that inner peace. That's your foundation to base mm. your creation from whatever an expression of who you are in the world in whatever form that takes. Mm. Now it doesn't necessarily need to be the work that you do. It could be just simply how you show up. I mean, your your group on Facebook is mm. exactly that. Yeah. You're already living that in that form. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, all of the action that I take in my Facebook group or in my, you know, coaching one-on-one with women or whatever. And that's, well, I haven't you know, branched out into group work really because it is about reaching one woman at a time and encouraging her to create the change in her own life because that has a massive impact on whoever is around her and that's the whole the whole thing for me so yeah but just it comes for me it comes back to purpose or mission okay um are they one and the same or are they actually different you know mission makes me my mission statement or my mission makes me feel alive it makes me you know the ttt the total tingly truth and um love it but (laughs) but um yeah and I know that that is true for me but then I'm still kind of not 100% certain what the whole purpose if we're going to label purpose for the word that it is what we're talking about tonight I'm still not sure what that actually means you know is it my mission or is it my purpose or how do I go about my purpose to, you know, fulfill my mission? So I'm still haven't quite aligned those two as yet. So what I'd get you to explore is those two words. You mm. need to explore for yourself what they truly mean for you, because it will be different for everyone. Like Andrea had a completely different understanding and concept and energy behind those two words. Mm. have a think about it for you now if purpose for you is more of the doing bit this is what I'm possibly picking up from your vibe I would explore getting rid of the term purpose and using the term expression Mm. how can I express my mission in the world yeah and write down the many ways that you're already doing it now because I already know you are Mm. and write down the many ways that you wish to to do like the vision of what you really want to do in the world from that mission that you feel in here yeah I think vision is a better word for me I you know I've attached the meaning to that word purpose and uh you know I've attached angst yes to the word purpose I think Mm. and pressure you know we were talking before Andrea there's Mm. pressure around the word purpose so yeah I think maybe that could work for me not just not use the word purpose and we'll go with mission and uh vision yeah how do you wish to express it in the world Mm. how how will it be expressed through you yeah 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 that's good I like that that has a totally different feel for me groovy in that moment Job done. Thank you very much. Problem solved. Does it have the TTT? Totally tingly. Yeah, yeah. total tingly truth. I've got to write this down. Totally tingly truth. (laughs) Total tingly truth.
<laughs> yeah, the the TTT, you know, we don't just get the T as our kids say when they want to talk about stuff. They say, oh, we've got tea. That's uh, the latest expression for gossip is the T. Okay. Don't ask me. Don't ask me where that has come from, but that is this generation. And uh, yeah, so um, my T T T total thing is truth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you get those feels, the feels, man, the feels, the feels. You got the feels. I got the feels. I got the feels. I got the feels. <laughs> All right, calm down now. Very I had too good. much water. Too much water. <laughs> What is in the water? <laughs> Just going overboard over here. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> what about your total tea, Andrea? How are you sitting now with all of this? Oh, total tingly truth. Um, I'm kind of. I think I'm in in a in a kind of in between space, which is funny because I bought the book, The Third Space. Oh, that's so cool. Um, a, a friend of mine uh, mentioned it and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll buy it. And I start, started reading it and I'm like, no way. Um, it, talks about, it talks about the transition from one part of life into the other. Uh, it's written by Dr. Adam Fraser. And um, uh, it's all about how we need to give us that space to transition, to kind of close off one space, um, have a breather, and then move into the next space. And I couldn't really put any words to where I was until I read this book. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm kind of in that space. So I'm, I, I, I recognize that one, one space of my life has ended but I haven't made any steps to close it, you know, to energetically let go and, you know, all of those things um, before I started moving into the next. And I've just realised the last couple of weeks that that was a, I don't want to use the word mistake because I have a lot of negative energy attached to that, but how should I, how should I put this? I realised that that was, I don't know. What what would you call it? Not a mistake, but something else. Some something that's not a like a blamey and shamey word. <laughs> a road bump. Yeah. A, a learning. A pothole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lesson, learning curve, pothole. I'll take all of those as long as it's not a mistake. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm in that phase of creating that third space where I'm working on closing things down, learning, um, not just learning the lessons, but accumulating some lessons and integrating the learning. I think, uh, I think we all need to do more of that, learning, learning what integrating is and, um, and how Allowing to it. it, surrendering Allowing to it. it. Mm. Yes, surrendering. There's that word again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm in that space. So my purpose right now is quite fluid. <laughs> Very good. So if 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 I look at it in a like a, a big and wide scope way, but if I want to pinpoint it down to today, I think 
Today, my purpose was to share stories and thoughts about purpose. So whoever listens to it may find some learning, some comfort, some commonalities, some encouragement maybe. So I'm going to take that as a win. I like for, it. For my, for my purpose work for, for today. Totally. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. I didn't get onto that topic around surrender either, if you're interested in any thoughts behind that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Maybe that needs to be the next one. Maybe. Oh, yeah, because that's the one. Oh, don't worry. I'm planning a lot more of these conversations. So, Woo-hoo. for sure. I'm just, for yeah, sure. I think you know we just need to get real about stuff. People yes. are too, too people are too afraid to actually share what they feel about something. They'll say what they think about it, but they don't necessarily share what they feel about it. And I think. We're all different and we're not all going to relate to each other's feelings about it all. Andrea and I have a completely different point of view around the word mission. But I think it's important that we just honour and recognise that there's, you know, we all stand in that same space but so differently and that's okay, you know. Mm, It's okay. And I think to have a full... Um, full understanding of where you are in your own um, understanding of a certain topic, you need to be able to listen to how other people feel about it so you fully understand where you're at for yourself. Hmm. Absolutely. And that that goes back to what we talked about before about people having their own experiences of things and not just trying to adopt it, whatever they read or learnt from somebody else into their life, but to actually experience Hmm. it. And Mm. you're absolutely right, Ali, is these conversations open up, like we've just seen the both of you tonight, come to your own truths about certain aspects in your own life, you know, and and it doesn't mean that you believe the same thing or there's, or not, that's not the important part, Mm. it's that what you felt in here, what you've actually come to a truth within yourself, Mm. that's what this was all about. Yeah, Mm. it's cool. And to not feel threatened by someone else feeling different. You know, you don't have to agree with someone and you can have a healthy respect for the fact that everyone is so Mm. completely different. But I think some, you know, many people who struggle within themselves to know what their own truth is can feel quite threatened to to be um, challenged in a non-threatening way, but it challenges them if they're not certain on what the truth is for themselves, I think, you know, that causes some confusion. It's easy to have conversations with someone else when it's about shared experiences and shared shared, um, views and thoughts. It's much harder to have conversations uh, with those who are oppositional. Mm. Or not necessarily aligned, but I think the less aligned they are, the harder those conversations are, and the more people shy away from those conversations. But I think those are the conversations that we need to have the most, you know, yeah. out, out in the open, um, in you know, in a in a setting that is safe, intelligent, warm, compassionate, embraces vulnerability, and all of those things. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Very Having good. A, a oh, big conversations tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just conscious of the time. So to wrap it up, are there any, I guess, any more questions around purpose? Oh, I, I think good now after hashing that out I'm, I'm in a good place now I'm, I'm, what, what is purpose what is purpose that's just like well yeah, not that's even not a word for me now <laughs> <laughs> I'll just toss it <laughs> she'll be right <laughs> I, I think give it to someone else yeah. you'll, you'll probably find I don't know maybe but this is my experience uh, that when I have conversations like this with people it just opens that door yeah. to to that topic and then you know it could be for weeks after that all of these things would just start coming in coming in yeah. opportunities to discuss yeah. Uh, yeah. to think to feel to put things into practice to implement you know um, all the learnings from uh, these conversations because it's impossible to exhaust a topic in like what an hour and a half yeah. that we've yeah. been talking you know yeah um so, well, yeah. I have a whole heap more clarity now for me. So thank you very much. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. Excellent. Good. Very good. Perfect. Yeah. Very good. Brilliant. Love it. All right. So if there's nothing else, I'll close this off. All good. Thank you, Coach Maya. Thank you. <laughs> if you are struggling to realize your purpose, mission or service in the world, then I invite you to consider joining me on the Activate You program. One-on-one -on -one mentoring and group mentoring options available. Find out more at sagacityrising.com forward slash activate dash you and book your free call to discuss with me today. Thank you for taking time out of your life to join me on the podcast today. Stay guru, my friends. Maya out.